Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Tonight we are sharing our Overself Awakening session. We are uh, on chapter 63, which is unfolding the sacred geometry of life that leads to the uh, Merkaba. So the Overself Awakening was uh, channeled by Professor. Dr. J.J. Hurtak and Desiree Hurtak. This is a while ago. It's in 2011. And our tribe, our group, had started reading this since um, February. And we keep, we keep up to it, like two chapters a week. Well, tonight we wanted to share these uh, sessions because not everybody in the group can... Um, participate so anybody can have their voice or insights and questions so we start with the unfolding of the sacred geometry of life so it talks about Archangel Metatron Archangel Metatron is the scribe of uh, the Akashic Records which is everything that had uh, happened in our evolution, like histories and um, everything in our existence, like plants, animals, we all have our blueprints. And Archangel Metatron um, holds the records, the recording of all that is. And this chapter talks about the uh, sacred geometries. That we are made of sacred geometries. And how we can realign in uh, reformulation of the Merkaba. So Merkaba is a vehicle of light that... Um, was channeled by um, the prophet Elijah all the way back in the Old Testament, which is uh, the chariots of fire. And this vehicle is able to help us in our uh, ascension, in our travels. For example, if you're sleeping and you know, your consciousness, your soul uh, lives, your body. When you're in the Merkaba, you are protected. So you receive an initiation with the masters of light that governs the universal energy. So these uh, higher beings like the the prophets um, Enoch, and he uh, ascended to become Archangel Metatron, is one of the um, the cosmic um, teacher, the divine uh, leader. So, in our in our uh, evolution. Archangels are messengers and they have their mastery on how they can assist you in uh, whatever is uh, happening in your uh, consciousness, your, in your energy fields. So we need to be able to understand how we can have this uh, protective field so it's very important that people knows about uh, their vehicle of light, the Merkaba, which is also used in um, Judaism. So it's all uh, linked together. But these teachings are not religious. It is um, spiritual. So basically the channel um, is universal. And he is stating the fact that 
in order to link the temples, which are the uh, pyramids around our land, our Mother Earth, the template geometries have uh, new heavenly codings. So we are receiving a new template, receiving the cosmic downloads. And it also talks about the whales that are in our fields who are able to, to assist us in our higher frequencies. So then we can evolve and resonate to that higher frequencies because the whales holds the, the wisdom and the hyperspace. Because the waters are, are the living conduit to, to absorb and to be able to flow with, with the new codings of life. So it's like um, our body is made up of uh, water and that is um, resonating to the living waters of the universe. So everything that we experience, our emotions calibrates in how we are flowing with the universal energy. So for example, if you have anger, or I think, yeah, today I'm experiencing uh, anger around me, like they're not uh, happy, they're stressed out. So then that means their their emotions are calibrating in a very low frequency, which is like, you know, lower than uh, 200 hertz. So how do you even recognize, right, the vibrations it's, it's being aware. So like Carla saying to increase and uh, grow with more awareness. Being aware is uh, being fully conscious of your emotions. Because they, they are our uh, triggers. So we, if we can observe the triggers while it's happening, then you can... You can refocus on your breath to bring you back to the present. Because when you uh, when you're not present in your in your heart space, you are being hooked to a different dimension of your unconscious state. So the unconscious state is actually a state that is misaligned to the universal divine mind of uh, creation. So the higher vibration of the divine, divine mind is in alignment to a higher, higher frequencies of creation, which is joy, and love, you know, enlightenment, peace. These are all in uh, the studies of uh, Dr. David Hawkins. Power versus Force. So I highly recommend that book, Power versus Force. So then you can understand in layman terms what is recalibration of your map, your map of consciousness. And the map of consciousness will help you lead you to becoming more aware that the vibrations around you or the vibrations within you, if it's not uh, calibrating in a higher frequency, then you, ha you, you have to understand and know how you can shift that. So the first step is becoming aware. Hmm. So they show us the higher realms of glory and teach us something that we need to understand. And these are the whales who are um, giving us 
new sound frequencies, higher resonance fields, which are being introduced to the planet Earth. So it's, yes, Tita. Yes. Yes. Mhm. Mm mhm. It's already in. Mhm. Yes. Yeah, we are made of this sacred geometry. So we we all are fractals, right? Of the holographic fields of the hologram of our soul and the whole universe. So we are in it. Yes, it is. It sounds good <laughs> when you're conscious, but when you're unconscious, <laughs> that's when the, that becomes a challenge. And the world is literally uh, waking up to becoming conscious. That's why the virus is actually a catalyst that takes all this fear and release it, be able to release it from your consciousness and um, transcend the fear into love, which is the highest. Mm -hmm. Yes. We are the wayshovers. Yes. It should be, yeah, but um, <laughs> when I go to the nursing home, that's not what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh oh I think I realized that they won't be able to hear you. Can you speak, Tita? Yes. See, something is happening. Can you speak, Tita? So, when we open up... <laughs> Sorry about that, guys, because I didn't know... I didn't realize I was on a, uh, on a headphone. And this is recording, and you were speaking, and uh, it's actually not coming out, right? 
Okay. Okay. So I'll just repeat what I said. Yes. Um, the title of the chapter says that these sacred geometries lead us to our Merkaba. But the Merkaba is an inherent vehicle that we all possess. It is a God-given channel or ride or mm -hmm. light or vessel. It is incorporated in us, the being that's inside this body. It is already ours. We don't have to struggle for it. We don't have to strive for it. There's no sacrifice to attain it. It is already ours. Like Carla said, we just have to relax and become aware of it. And in that awareness, when we carry that awareness, the whole world wakes up because we carry that awareness. Mm -hmm. It's, a, it's like a process of osmosis, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The light is carried by each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And to the degree that we open up to that light, others that are in darkness receive that light. Mm -hmm. So chapter after chapter, this book has told us the many different varieties, the many cultures and languages that this light or this wisdom or this knowledge is embodied in or incorporated in. But that is all inside of us already. We are the drop of water and the ocean God has been kind enough to share everything that God is with us yes we are part we are fractals of um, the universe it's a holographic fields and so it's talking about our ascension is no longer just a consciousness but includes all the basic geometries of life on every level of reality which are also shifting and transforming hmm can I say something, please? Yes, Ildi. Yes. Um, I just want to um, refer to um, two months ago, I think, in September. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember, because uh, I said I have a problem with a co-worker. And then uh, yes. you told me, like, you, you have a different perspective and a different attitude. Yeah. And from this moment, yeah. so I received your you and the lady's light, I think, you know, like mm. somehow the guidance and uh, the vibration, I changed my attitude completely mm -hmm. and and uh, everything changed. Our our room is, uh, my co-workers are very nice. Relationship change. Yeah. Relationship change. The one who, who, who my had a so-called problem she was transferred to another place so everything and, and changed now, everything everything changed for the better mm -hmm. and i feel so peaceful and so calm and everybody tells me who sees my pictures lately like you do you we can see something on you something you are so peaceful you are so mm. <laughs> i beautiful. think they are feeling know exactly what is that but but uh, they, they feel the change how much i change oh, wow. even yeah. in a short period of time so yes. beautiful <laughs> yes i'm glad yeah that's amazing thank you for sharing your story yeah yes. this is this is really how so to yeah it's so beautiful ildi thank you awesome and so we have a meditation but i feel like we can um, we can tackle the other uh, chapter as well, and then we end with a meditation, right? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Good. So, so basically, we've um, did we talk about the whales and the dolphins? So the dolphins is saying um, they also carry the history of the oceans with all their life forms, and so they hold the keys to past civilizations including the memory of great cataclysms that destroyed vast numbers of ancient cities so all the way back from 
uh, Atlantis and Lemuria and these um, ocean floors, they show us temples from previous civilizations, which are as important as the sacred areas we have activ activated upon the land. So it, it talks about all those um, uh, sacred temples that we have received the activations. And I feel like there, there are the vortices, right? Vortices of, um, uh, of the light. So the light fields that the, the vortex of the pyramids, they, they, um, they hold these energy fields, they recalibrate um, the consciousness. So it's like a, this wave of light that are being created and the, in the higher consciousness that we are receiving, a light beyond our known three-dimensional structures. So during this time, there is a space-time overlap that the people of the universe or God or the source are collectively putting on the new garments of light. So it's like your aura, your auric field, right? Like right. When, when you're vibrating in a high frequency, when you enter the room, you have a uh, aura that um, help others to feel lighter. So then um, in our ascension process, we are um, collectively putting on, putting on this new garment as we uh, collectively develop and practice these uh, rituals and understanding. It also talks about the scroll of revelation which um, exemplifies the revealed harvesting of the chemical seed through the pyramidal fields of light, becoming one with the fullness of the Adam Cadman as we require the brilliance of Zohar to shine in the heavens. Hmm. So shining your light. And the activated Merkaba vehicle is also about um, knowing that there is truly no separation in our higher light body between within and without. And so even though we know the past, we have no fear of the future. So then the Merkaba comes as we affirm that we are ready for transfiguration and transformation as demonstrated by Jesus Christ. Because our destiny is one light. So when we are studying this and we are receiving attunements and activations from these masters, we are traveling with the the the, the higher consciousness like it's it is talking about archangel metatron for um for the archangel closest to the throne it says here he has 72 names of metatron yeah and, i saw that right but i don't know those names <laughs> And we're, we're going to go through the meditation and visualization after. So let's go to chapter 64, Tita. Guys, there is the change is upon us. The change is upon us as we form communities of light. This is actually what we're doing. This is communities of light. Yeah. Yeah. And it's asking us, uh, let us enter the garment of the Adam Cadman as it reinfolds re upon itself. So the Tiferet in Kabbalah is the structure of the tree of life, is also shifting into the omega point on the earth, is moving into the new alpha state. So we're becoming 
transhuman, like meaning uh, we're transmuting the human um, DNA into more of a high frequency light DNA, which is the divine consciousness. And it talks about the east becomes west and the west becomes east as the land masses is actually shaking and moving the foundations of the earth. So a lot of um, uh, Mother Earth, the, the, the universal law of nature, is going through a lot of changes as we are, con our consciousnesses are changing as well. So it's a collective work. This book uh, touches on the Kabbalah, the, the Tree of Life. So the lower spheres of the Kabbalah is called Malkuth, which is, uh, means the kingdom, the earth. It's uh, changing its location to um, a new position amongst the stars, which can accommodate multiple vehicles of ascension. So in the frame of this shift, there is uh, no fear that we are um, in divine protection, which is really beautiful, that <laughs> knowing that we are under divine protection when the entire system in transition happens, it's happening. So it talks about we have learned that in order to survive the chaos of change, which is now, we must become as little children to begin to work within communities of light now being formed. So what do you guys think about being little children? What does that really mean, being children? Well, um... To me, uh, I'm provided by a parent, and that parent chooses for me what I wear, okay? So that's one aspect, of course. The parent feeds me, houses me. But here in this chapter, mm -hmm. we're talking about the garment of Adam Cadman. And as a parent, God chooses the garments that I wear when before I go to school because I don't know how to dress myself. I'm being taught how to dress myself. Mm. But I think that what I'm trying to say is I, I speak for myself. I am trying to simplify what's being taught here because every time I change my clothing, I can remember that I am a, uh, a transhuman that's constantly changing my garment, mm -hmm. my garment of life. And that light, whatever it may contain, keeps changing every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so as a parent, when I was younger, I was being taught how to do it. But now that I'm a little bit maybe older, say eight or nine, I can dress myself up and choose my own clothes. And so now I purposely choose to wear a garment of light. So that's what I have learned. Hmm. I'm trying to simplify it because I can't retain all the Kabbalah yeah. Stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I can't understand the ramifications of all that. The the sephirot, yeah. Yes, it's too intellectual for me. I, it's beyond my intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, as a child, I'm just trying to relinquish. You know. Mm. I feel uh, like when mm, when they refer to us little children, I feel the character of the little children are, are in pure awe. Like, we are being asked to be pure, innocent, in, in awe of the creation. Like, in awe of, uh, they call it Ein Sof, the infinite, the limitless. So, like, that's why I really love children. Being around children, 
I feel so happy and joyful that there is no agenda, there is no hidden, oh. right, alternative, whatever. <laughs> they're, they're not in the mind, they're in the heart. And, and they feel they, they do whatever they want to do. It's true, authentic, genuine, transparent, like and little they children. Love you unconditionally, yes. Like like the animals, right? <laughs> Unconditional. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Tita. Thank you, Ildi. And this is something that just... Uh, made me think about this it says here that the planetary changes that are occurring they are actually not random but managed and controlled by a greater presence of light so that means changes will take place but so will transitions as we enter more fully into the space-time overlap with higher levels of intelligence. So, you know, like when you're fear, when you're coming from a fear-based uh, consciousness, like when people are taking uh, COVID as uh, as fear, fearful, fear-based, fear-based existence then you won't be able to to help yourself to understand that space-time overlap, the higher levels of intelligence. Because when you have the wisdom and the knowledge that everything is managed and controlled by the divine presence, the presence of light, so that means even... Even the dark night of your soul. And that's how I actually survived the death of my son. Because I understood in the depth of my soul that even the life of my son is not in my hands. It was managed by the presence of divine light. So I, I am in surrender to the nature to the law of nature, which is we all going to die. So that, that, that wisdom, knowing that, that God has his hands or the divine light's presence is managing my life in the midst of uh, death and pandemic, right? Then I don't have any fear because not even my life is in my control. So it's a shift of it's a shift of power. So when you believe that you have power, that is your ego. Because the power is with the divine presence. So whatever happens to your personal life is not in your control. Is in divine presence. Okay? So that means to say, when COVID exists, it's not in my control. It's in divine presence. That we are always protected, no matter what the result is. And the more we, we, we delve, the more we abide. It's like a grape. You know, the grapevine, the harvest, we are able to sustain peace of mind, love in our hearts, understanding that we are always abundant in the midst of uh, scarcity or whatever is happening. Because there is always a soul that will help you in, in your dark times. So when we live in that total surrender, we're able to defy gravity. Because gravity is death and fear. This is the, 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 we go back to the map of consciousness again. 
So it's really very deep <laughs> when we when we exercise, right? When we when we uh, find the true uh, the the layers, the depth of the 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 wisdom of these uh, words. So our planetary system, just like our physical garment, that means our body, is going through metamorphosis as all planets and stars change. Yet we are not without the divine protection. Again, it's divine protection. However, your body changes. Maybe, you know, when we get older and then we get sick, we have Alzheimer's. However, this body metamorph, we are always in divine protection from the host and the true watchers. So there are watchers, there are masters that are watching us. The zone of protection through the rainbow pillar of light shields us and directs us to walk through the thresholds of change collectively with the names of God upon our vestures as our birthright of new being is secured. And so we can announce change of garments that we are now ready to put on, right? It's a beautiful metaphor. Like I, I literally saw a vision of a baptism. You know, when a child is being baptized in the Catholic tradition, they wear this white garment that's like a little yeah. white dress. And so they receive a new garment of light. That's why the baptism is a sacrament of uh, metaphors. It's, it's a divine uh, sanctity, right? When, when we were baptized with the water, that's the living water of God, that started in John, St. John the Baptist, right? And when we were received the oil, the prism, these are all rituals that are very rich, in uh, meanings and symbols, you know, when when we're attuned to the mysteries of life, we are able to see beyond what is existing in the in the physical dimension. So, for example, uh, this uh, orange roses. I'm going to show you. It's so beautiful. You see it. Mm. So that presence of, you know, uh, 12 orange roses, like literally uh, came yesterday with Praveen. It, 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 it is not only orange roses. It is a denomination. It's, it's a dimension, the 12 dimension, the, the sacral chakra, the womb, the healing of the womb, which is a, I've been doing for an, a client the healing of the womb, the creation. Um, it's so beautiful. It's a, it's a vibration. It's a vibration of love, of uh, Lady Nada, the Ascended Master with the rose, right? So when we're, when we're alive in the physical dimension and something comes to you, comes to your home and brings you a gift, it... It's such a, a huge blessing. It's, it's not only this person coming to you. It's a soul coming to you. It's, a, it's the soul of uh, a soul that brings trust, that brings faith. That whatever is happening to you, you, you had a visitation. You had a visitation from God because we are a messenger, an ambassador of the universe, of the source of God. So it's beyond. So every gesture, every, every action, every, every person, every energy, every emotions that comes into our field of awareness is an opportunity to see beyond beyond what is being presented to 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 tap into the higher uh 
consciousness, to tap into the highest good. How can I be of service? So when a person is talking about their anger and, and all these things, how can I help this person to, to, to see the, the biggest, the, high, the highest good? So that is, that is an intention where it becomes a practice. It's like, you know, when, when you're so attuned to the vibration and a person starts talking low, it becomes a practice of, okay, let's snap this, it, snap of a finger. How can I help you? How, how can we create solution? So it changes the energy of this density, the density, right? For example, you're on the phone with a family member and you feel the, the grief and this, whatever is happening to the family member. How can I be of service? How can I help you? Uh, release your burden open how can I help this person to open his mind and his heart these are powerful intentions while the other person is talking that means we, you are beyond what is being presented presented to you and what can you do as a conscious being hmm so, Densa, you just talked about being a transhuman. Yes. So, yes. what does that mean? So, a human that's transcendent yes. to whatever comes, you know, whether it's nice roses or, mm -hmm. or grief or anger or whatever the situation may be, mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad, we are always choosing to be baptized in the moment and to wear a garment of light. Yes. So that's what this chapter is talking about. Mm -hmm. And create communities of this light because we choose to change our clothing mm -hmm. to clothing of light. We choose a perspective that redirects somebody's low frequency toward something a little bit more meaningful, a little bit easier, a little bit free from pain, more relief, greater joy, mm -hmm. just redirecting them. And we might not be able to pull the sinking ship, you know, mm -hmm. but we can throw a life, you know, a life raft. Yes. Little things, little things we can do. Yes. Because soul still has to do the work we're just there mm -hmm. to, to direct show, yeah to yes show. to show different ways mm -hmm. like a compass know. yeah right yeah, yeah. because uh, we we have to understand we need to let go of taking responsibility for other people's choices that's yes. big because when we take that away from them then uh, it becomes a burden for us so yes. it's very, it's, it's very prom like it happens to parents, like they, they try to take away the, the mistakes of their children, right? And then, yes. then you, you feel all the guilt and all these lower vibrations. So really our, our guidance is there and, and uh, they have to choose to practice and they have to choose to meditate or to the practice of uh, being aware and conscious. So we're here as um, as a messenger because we're doing the work. This is a really, you know, commitment, consistency, dedication, loyalty to the work, right? Can and, I say something? Yes, Ildi, yeah. Yes, uh, now now when we are talking about it, I can refer to, you know, like it's it's like something that the light goes up, mm -hmm. like in my head. Like yesterday I went to work and my young colleague uh, was so sad and approached me and something with a practicum, like uh, he's supposed to do it in our daycare, but now he has to go somewhere else. And I was right away thinking, how can I help him? Yeah. And I said... Don't worry, we'll figure out something. So I called the coordinator. Mm -hmm. I mean, I talked to my coordinator just shortly, and I told her, I said, can, can we help somehow to resolve this? Mm -hmm. 
coordinator was working on it all morning, like lunchtime and uh, contacting with the college, this and that. The colleague was so sad. So finally I told him, I said, relax, you know, you don't have to make the decision right now. There is time. You don't have to do the practicum now. You have one year, mm-hmm. you know, like just think about it. And I pointed out a few things. And then uh, I talked to my coordinator. So everybody came down at the end of the end of my shift mm-hmm. very nicely. And then I went to London Drug and I saw the Panatona and I bought the Panatona <laughs> this morning. Yes. And everybody was happy and everybody was like, had a smile on their face. Yes. So, so beautiful. Right? Small little things. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. It helps. Yes. Yeah. Thank so instead you. of, uh, as you say, that, that feeling, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I help? That's so important. It is important. And and maybe, um, who knows, maybe like six months ago, it would not come to me right? like that, you know? Maybe I would react differently. But mm-hmm. at this point, I'm reacting you know, positively. I'm trying to help, just like with the children too. Like, how can I do things for them to make them happy and, you know, to even... Make even a difference. Are, make a difference. Yes. yes. So beautiful. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. I think we're going to start our meditation now. So I'm going to stop this and we'll reconnect on meditation. Thank you. summoning us through this dark night of the souls. Many are grieving their separation from their family, husbands, brothers. There is a lot of suffering And within each one of us is the separation of the masculine and feminine energies. We have come into this timeline to recognize that we are made of feminine and masculine energies. These are the laws of the universe to balance our systems, to receive and to give. For oneself, when you are in the flow, you are able to receive fully and to give fully without expectations. That is the value 
of your existence when you have come in that space of knowing that you are valuable and worthy of love love is a gift it is a gift that we receive when we incarnate to mother earth we have given we have been given the chance the opportunity to incarnate in this material world in the matter the body as we have incarnated we have forgotten the spirit the spirit is within us it is dwelling within us there is no separation the spirit the body are together in this dance of life as long as we are projecting separation we are separated in our consciousness are never separated in the true essence of God's love or divine presence you exist because of this presence the work that you are going through now is about your presence how to be fully integrated wholesome in your presence everything that we co-created is an agreement of our soul with another soul to co-create for the highest good of all we cannot co-create the highest good of all if we feel separated the goal is to integrate integrate within you masculine and feminine energies are you fully receiving without resistance rejection it is a gift of the universe when it comes to you are you seeing the sacredness of this gift The gift could be material, emotional, or thoughts. Anything that comes into your radar, into your home, into your awareness is a gift. How do we receive the gift is the question. If your filter is through kindness and love you will see the gift as love If your filter is separation you will see the gift as separated It is a projection of what you see and how you see it
So let us start from today that our filter is love. Let us come from love, not from fear. Let us share our love. Let us look at another person with love. Not division, but integration. Not resisting, but receiving. It is the polar opposite of how you see things that will work for your highest good. Every vibration and perception is one. When we perceive and vibrate higher, we are in that space of love and peace. So let us examine our conscience, our actions, thoughts on how we are co-creating our world. Let's come from the oneness, the wholesomeness of our being with our body, mind, spirit that is one vibration in the higher consciousness for all the highest good and highest potential of all sentient beings we are here to receive this love envision this fetus in your mother's womb as you grow together for nine months you are growing with your mother's heartbeat you are one with your mother just like the fetus from the mother's womb. You are a child of the universe. You are growing with the universe. Just like your body and your spirit is one. The union of your feminine and masculine energies. As you feel at one with yourself, you feel at one with the universe, the source of all that is. Be one with yourself and others through kindness, compassion, Divine Mother, thank you 
thank you for this message of oneness. Help us to surrender our thoughts of separation from other beings and from ourselves. Help us to be compassionate with ourselves and others. As we go through these um, dark nights of the soul, the challenges, the sufferings of the world, we ask that you will help us enlighten our ways, enlighten the world with your words and wisdom. Thank you.